Part two, chapter six of A Lost Lady by Willa Cather. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Captain Forrester's death, which occurred early in December, was telegraphic news, the only state news that the discouraged town of Sweetwater had furnished for a long while. Flowers and telegrams came from east and west but it happened that none of the captain's closest friends could come to his funeral. Mr. Dalzell was in California. The president of the Burlington Railroad was travelling in Europe. The others were far away, or in uncertain health. Dr. Dennison and Judge Pomeroy were the only two of his intimates among the pallbearers. On the morning of the funeral, when the captain was already in his coffin, and the undertaker was in the parlour setting up chairs, Niall heard a knocking at the kitchen door. There he found Adolf Bloom carrying a large white box. Niall, he said, will you please give these to Mrs. Forrester and tell her they're from Ryan and me, for the captain? Adolf was in his old working clothes, the only clothes he had, probably, with a knitted comforter about his neck. Niall knew he wouldn't come to the funeral, so he said, "'Won't you come in and see him, Dolph? He looks just like himself.' Adolf hesitated, but he caught sight of the undertaker's man through the parlour bay window, and said, "'No, thank you, Niall,' thrust his red hands into his jacket pockets, and walked away. Niall took the flowers out of the box, a great armful of yellow roses, which must have cost the price of many a dead rabbit.' He carried them upstairs, where Mrs. Forrester was lying down. These are from the Bloom boys, he said. Adolf just brought them to the kitchen door. Mrs. Forrester looked at them, then turned away her head on the pillow, her lips trembling. It was the only time that day he saw her pale composure break. The funeral was large. Old settlers and farmer folk came from all over the county to follow the pioneer's body to the grave. As Niall and his uncle were driving back from the cemetery with Mrs. Forrester, she spoke for the first time since they'd left the house. "'Judge Pomeroy,' she said quietly, "'I think we'll have Mr. Forrester's sundial taken over and put above his grave. I can have an inscription cut on the base.' It seems more appropriate for him than any stone we could buy, and I will plant some of his own rose-bushes beside it. When they got back to the house, it was four o'clock, and she insisted upon making tea for them. I would like it myself, and it is better to be doing something. Wait for me in the parlour, and, Niall, move the things back as we always have them. The grey day was darkening, and as the three sat having their tea in the bay window, swift squalls of snow were falling over the wide meadows between the hill and the town, and the creaking of the big cottonwoods about the house seemed to say that winter had come. End of Part 2, Chapter 6